0: a capper and a good wag? the story has real life stories to inspire and make you smile weekdays on vision and on demand in the app audio on demand from vision christian media exploring faith and the future neil johnson and bible teacher dr camille Majdali. Growing spiritually ought to be the
1: goal of every believer. I mean, who would want to stay as a baby in Christ for all of their life? Obviously, we want to grow up. We want to be adult. We want to be mature in our faith. There is a role to play, Camille, in the local
2: church. Okay, Neil, let's address that issue of spiritual growth, being in God's gymnasium, becoming strengthened, and local church. We've learned so far that To begin to grow spiritually, you have to consecrate yourself to God, have personal devotional time, walk the road of discipleship, and that's consistently. And now we've come to the issue of the local church. Oh, let's not forget the cross either in our spiritual growth. We learn in Hebrews 10.25, a very famous passage. It says, Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. Hebrews ten twenty five is a call not to go it alone or be a solo Christian, but to be part of the church. In essence when we are born again, if I read correctly, first Corinthians chapter twelve verse thirteen, at our conversion, The Holy Spirit baptizes us into the body of Christ. So our new birth puts us in the church. But we're not just talking about this universal or small-c Catholic church, because Catholic means universal. We are talking about local expressions of the universal church, where we can meet in one place, we can fellowship in one place, we can worship, learn, and grow together. Hebrews 10.25 is saying we should not stop assembling together. And it says, as the manner of some is. Apparently, there were believers even back in the New Testament who had the opportunity to fellowship with others in church, but chose not to, possibly for the same reasons that people make that choice today. And I guess
1: lower-level discipleship really all it takes is to attend your local church, to be that follower rather than the disciple. But to, in fact, to give some sort of power to your discipleship, to see that growth continue to increase, it takes interacting with those other believers who are also on their same journey.
2: I believe interacting with other believers is very, very important, where possible. I did speak in a previous segment about some who are so isolated the only interaction they can get with other believers is via the Internet. For most people, it's not necessary. Or for most people, they do have the opportunity to meet with locals. It is important. But part of the issue sometimes people have is what I would call hyper-idealism. Now, I, by nature, am idealistic. I think everyone should be nice to each other and live by high principles and, and we will be happily ever after. But I've also learned as I've matured to have healthy realism. Not cynicism, but realism. We're in a fallen world with incomplete people or people whom God's still working on, including especially people in the church. And that even people who are recognized leaders and they're mature and spiritual, even they, God is still working on. We need to budget that into the equation. There will be flesh found in the church. There will be people who are not always so nice or kind. There will be people even who are nice and kind, but perhaps they had a bad day this day. There can be all that. But as you grow spiritually, you're not going to be easily offended. And in fact, we need to make it part of our maturing goal to stop being offended and to stop being scandalized and traumatized by the failings of others and to start letting everyone, including
0: ourselves, grow in Christ